mind, body, nutrition, the Triple Play Podcast. Because everybody's an athlete in this game of life. Get off the sidelines. Time to get in the game. Aloha and welcome back to the Triple Play Performance Podcast. This is Dr. Mike. You know, a few years back, well, a little bit more than a few years now, when I first started in practice, one of the things that I really wanted to get was a hyperbaric chamber for the office. But I went out looking for one and my pocketbook said no. Uh, It's really expensive, guys. So uh, the one that I wanted was upwards of about $35,000, $40,000. And that was kind of out of the league. And when I first started in practice, you know, I started right out of the gates with, you know, some very difficult cases. Um, You know, we're talking chronic degenerative diseases like uh, Parkinson's cancer and, uh, you know, some cases of um, autism. And a lot of these types of patients were seeking out alternatives to what they're already doing. So I was looking into some of the different therapies that some of my other colleagues were using. And one of them happened to be using different types of oxygen-related therapies. But of course, you know, my pocketbook at the time, just starting to practice, wasn't allowing me to get those things. And a patient gave me a pamphlet for this little device that it was basically just air, you know, and that's what I first, when I first looked at it, that's what I thought. As, as, As I read more into it, and I learned more about what this thing was, it really intrigued me. So I got to try out a unit and I got to hear more stories and I got to uh, speak with the company. And uh, I, I ended up just getting a unit for, my, for myself and then started using it in practice. And we just got amazing results. Uh, you know, first of all, I, anything that I recommend to people, I always got to try it on myself. You know, I'm, I'm my own guinea pig. So I tried it on myself and it, it, I, I just felt amazing um, utilizing this thing. So I had to learn more about it and I had to get them on the show to talk more about it and, and explain it uh, a little bit more in depth. Obviously, we're not going to get super in depth because you can get really in depth with the science. And, and we're talking about science not a lot of people are diving into. You know, when we look at the things that that this machine called the NanoV is doing with protein folding and reactive oxidative species, all of those kinds of you know geeky, nerdy health stuff. Uh, we're going to really just touch the surface of it just to give you guys some of the information so that maybe you guys can either look into getting a unit for yourself or looking for a place that actually offers a NanoV uh, so that you can utilize it as well. So without further ado, here is Rowena from NanoV. Tell us a little bit about uh, yourself, your involvement in the company, and then we'll kind of go from there. Oh, sure. Okay. So my background is I'm a serial entrepreneur going back to the ni- early 90s, I hate to say, and in the tech industry, internet-based companies. And I sold the company. I was going to take some time off, and I told Hans Eng that I would help him. And that pulled me into the medical device space because once I realized that it was so nice to help people, 
I just never went back. And before that, I'd been doing international trade and logistics. So it wasn't nearly as rewarding. So that's quite a jump from <laughs> that field to, you know, the health and wellness. So what, what kind of drew your interest there? Well, there's really two things. One is just that it was so rewarding to help people. But the other is it's such an exciting field, especially that was well over 10 years ago. And it was emerging in integrative care and functional medicine. And there was this growing openness to people for wellness, like staying healthy instead of doing a diving catch (laughs) to regain your health later. And so I really loved that because it's just like, oh my gosh, this solves so many problems. It's such a wonderful thing. You know, it's not the healthcare system, it's the health that's the problem. I mean, the healthcare system's also the problem, but I it is. (laughs) We can eliminate so much need for it. And there's so many motivated people that are really collaborative and just a, a great group of people trying to sort of move the whole thing ahead. That's awesome. What's yeah. what's Hans's backstory? Because I never really got his backstory and like where he came from to develop all of this. Well, I'll tell you the parts that are legal to tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, please. Is, it's interesting because Nano V is German engineering. He's German. Okay. It was the work was done in Seattle. Um, and but it's he's got that German side of him. He's a material science engineer, and he was looking. He sold a company in hip and knee implants, and so he'd done a lot with the um, is the biology of it, and and he he already knew, you know, proteomics and some of these areas that he was already familiar with, and so he started looking at a better way to do things basically and that led ultimately to what's now nanovi technology it was a long road to get there because um, medical device development's not the easiest thing yeah yeah but what he what he accomplished is phenomenal because it helps at such a fundamental level and it's only helping the body do what needs to be done, not overriding it like substances do. Yeah. Or can. <laughs> so a lot of people who know um, or who are listening to the podcast, they follow me, they they know of the NanoV because I, I, I'm posting about that all the time. I talk about that. My patients know it because every single one of them, they utilize that when they get treated. Um, but kind of give us, you know, bird's eye view, the 10,000 foot view of overall, what does a nano V, what does it do? Right. So what we're doing is helping at such a fundamental layer. Um, it's right down at the, the proteins, the cellular water and the protein activity. And it's the proteins that do everything in the body and make up most of the tissue in the body is all done by proteins. And so what we're doing is creating a better environment for them to do their thing. They know what to do. We just uh, make it a little easier for them to function. And we do that by making it a little easier for them to fold. And proteins start out as a chain of amino acids, and they have to fold into a very precise three-dimensional shape in order to work. And so that folding process requires the... um, 
what's called ordered water in the environment that all proteins are immersed in water. And so we are basically augmenting the ordered water that kind of feeds the proteins so they can fold and do their jobs. So, you know, when, when I first saw it, you know, I'm, I'm fresh out of chiropractic school. Uh, and this was like the beginnings, oh gosh, well, like, I think it was like one of the first models. Uh, one, actually, one of my patients brought me in a brochure and told me to take a look at it. And I said, oh, that, you know, I, I, I love gadgets and gizmos. Uh, but when I looked at it, I was kind of, uh, I was kind of skeptical. Right, like a lot of people, I can, I can, you know, be sure that you guys get this as well. Um, I was a skeptic, and a lot of patients that I've told it about were skeptical as well. Um, so, how does just breathing in, like, I'm assuming that it's just water vapor, right? Because that, that we're putting in the water, and then you're breathing that in. Yes. How does how how is that interacting with the body? So. Yeah, you're right. You're just breathing humidity, no substances. And and you're also correct in that that's the hard part because people aren't used to that. Right. Um, but what in those water droplets, the nature of the droplet is different and the water molecules on the surface of the droplet are closely packed together and it's called ordered. So they're mm. tightly squeezed together. And that when you inhale that, the nature of the ordered water transfers across the water in your body from the mucous membrane throughout the body. And so it's best to think of it like a, um, a say, a wave in the ocean where the wave might go 100 miles, but the water doesn't move 100 miles. It, the water itself is maybe only moving a foot or two. Mm. But it's like a shock wave that goes across the water. And that's what we're doing, which is why it can go throughout the whole body. It's essentially an energy state that transfers across the water in the body. And, and that energy that the proteins need for their folding process. Ah, okay. And um, I'm assuming, if, if, I'm, I'm, if I can remember this, that there are studies that you guys did on it, right? You guys... I think it was on the website, if I can remember. Exactly. And what you see at the website is the tip of the iceberg. But we are like you, where we're skeptics. And there's the scientific side of this had to be rock solid. And so we actually could show that it did work before we had all the science that showed why it worked. Um, but we've got double-blind placebo-controlled studies, and there's a whole series um, of experiments that have been done recently directly on proteins. And the results are, are uh, you know, phenomenal by some people's standards because it's very hard to recover damaged proteins, especially certain types of damage. Um, and so the improvement in, in one example, um, the improvement jumps from 14% to 34% when the proteins are just treated for a minute with the nano-V device. What, which, which, improve, what, well, which, which improvement? The um, amount of functioning proteins measured after damage. Oh, okay. 
And then they always have a placebo device that's doing the same thing, only with the activation inside the device turned off. And so it's they're still getting humid air and everything else is the same. It's just uh-huh. the droplets haven't been adjusted. And so there's a lot more research on the proteins directly that's really exciting results. And then we also, maybe you would have seen at our site, there's um, research on humans that show less DNA damage or less oxidative stress damage. Um, and that information's been a while, around for a while. Um, faster immune response, so improvement in the immune system, and less blood lactate for athletes, which you probably get a lot of athletes, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, we do have a lot of athletes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm connected to a lot of uh, professional athletes as well. And uh, every time I post on you know, about on the machine, they're always messaging me, asking, you know, like, what is that? And, you know, I tell them, I, I'm like, I, I don't know how to really explain it because there's like really complex yeah, uh, quantum physics stuff that uh, uh, all I know is when I tried it out first, because I, for me, I always have to try out something first before I'm giving it to my patients or I'm recommending it to other people. And I tried it out and I felt like from the first session for me, I was going through a lot of health issues. Um, and I was at a state where I was having like a lot of anxiety where, um, I would have tingling and all that kind of stuff going on. So I was on like a hyper state and the first time I used it, I felt calmer. Mm -hmm. It was like, um, (laughs) For lack of lack of a better description, it was like taking you know uh, an, an anti-anxiety pill um, yeah. without the you know without the negative side effects. Yeah. So I said, well, maybe that's just placebo because I was thinking about that. So I continued to use it, and then I started to use it on other patients. I never told them what it was. You know, don't don't say that. But they, my patients, trusted me. You know, blindly, and they're like, yeah, I'll do whatever. And I mean the the results was just amazing. Um, and that's kind of like what got me into looking into all the other, you know, other stuff where we talk about, you know, ordered water, structured water and all that. Yeah. Um, well, one of the things that did confuse me, if you can explain this is it's, it's stating that it's using, uh, or, or instilling an oxidant into the body and creating an antioxidant response. Um, we're not an antioxidant, right? Uh, that and so we're not. We're not. That's not what we're doing, really. Mm-hmm. The antioxidants are that first line of defense, and they interrupt the free radicals. Mm-hmm. Our our technology will repair the damage after it's occurred. Mm. And um, now I, we've always said that it's really simple, you know, before after. And it's become more complicated because the recent research is showing that it also has a preventative component to it. So even when it's used before damage, it will reduce the amount of damage. So it's it's clearly, uh, whether that's an antioxidant function or something else, Mm. uh, that can't be known at this point. But it it does help prevent the damage for sure. So there's three different models. What's the difference between each of the models? The most powerful one 
is a kind of a baseline session is 15 minutes. Lots of people do longer than okay. that. But the, if it's 15 minutes, then the middle one is a half hour and okay. the least powerful model is a full hour. So there, there's the level of output, the power of the devices. And is, there any, is there any um, negative side effects if you're going longer than what's recommended? Um, it, if, it depends on the person. Um, if they have a lot of toxicity, they should build up slowly and, and not go long okay. because um, that's part of the cellular functions is to shed toxins from the cells, which is hard to do. The device will support that. <laughs> and yeah. So you don't want to go too fast because then you override the elimination channels. So gotcha. that's one area. Um, but other than that, it's um, even, even people that use it and are healthy, at some point, they'll, they might feel a little woozy, a little funny. And that's a good time to start as well. So even really healthy people, if they use it for long periods of time, might think, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> so what or who should or who should not use it? That's one of the questions I always get. I know that's interesting. And, and we've had... Um, we have had as young as a, a, a newborn just out of the ICU um, who did defied all, <laughs> all medical expertise. Mm. So we've had it at every age, every level. We have one customer. She was our oldest, 102. Wow. And so we've had the full spectrum of age. It's really a matter of going slowly if you have that concern of toxicity and those people tend to be first of all they know who they are they're multiple chemical sensitivity and it's not uncommon for those people to be uh lyme disease or mold toxicity mm. in which case they just they always know who they are because they're sensitive to everything sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. then they just start out slower and then other than that we have Everybody from people wanting healthy aging to the athletes that we talked about. And by the way, that was something surprising to me with the professional athletes was that it was the um, balancing and calming effect that was most noticeable to some of these guys where you just thought that the physical recovery would be everything. <laughs> and they, you know, for a lot of them, just being able to sleep after a game or something was exactly what you experienced was actually the most important thing of all. So, so when, when would you typically recommend people to use, utilize it? Like say, say if, if they're, you know, like, like an athlete, for, for example, what, would that be part of their recovery protocol? Almost always. Now, first of all, yeah. for performance, if yeah. we've shown that a half session before an all-out exercise test Reduce blood lactate by 17%. Wow. So it's huge. That's if, huge. If you're in a lactate sport, you definitely yeah. do it ahead of time. A lot of people are not. A lot of athletes, that's not an issue for them. There is a performance factor that they might be able to leverage by doing it ahead. But almost all of them use it for recovery. So they do it after. And the only time to delay it is if you're trying to get a hormetic response. So if mm. you're looking for hormesis, then you want to delay it a few hours to give the body a chance to suffer and then yeah, yeah. recover. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 
And so that's, um, but other than that, most people will do it during that recovery phase um, as, you know, as soon as they can kind of sit down and use it after exertion. And then what happens is it, it shortens the recovery time. So athletes that are training for super compensation um, can, can shorten their cycles, basically, mm. and go. And so it, they adjust that way, but it, it means they can get more training in um, and ultimately lead to better performance that way. So on the unit, you can either breathe it straight out of the, the, where it exits, or you can use a cannula. Mm-hmm. What do you guys typically recommend? Well, in a clinical setting, I just don't trust people. <laughs> no, <that's, laughs> if you're sitting using the tube, you know, it's just in front of them and somebody comes yeah. in and they're not getting it. And so in a clinical setting, the way to know that they really got it, what is to use the cannula. Okay. Okay. However, if you have them lying flat on their back on a PEMF mat or something, yeah, then they're not going anywhere. Then the, then the tube is really kind of nice um, and it works great for that. But if, unless they're really sitting still or lying still, you're better off with the cannula. And about how far if they're, if they're not using the cannula about how far should a person be away to get the maximum benefits i go i i go for about an inch, uh, an inch yeah. user manual would say an inch to two inches yeah and i always want you know i want to pull in as much of that air as possible <laughs> the ultimate treatment if you're within a couple inches it's it's a trade-off and it comes out even the cannula has more restriction in the tubing so that mm. interferes with the the adjusted humidity and the tube has yeah that that's more, one of the things that I was wondering yeah well yeah. that's true and then the tube has more sort of spray because it, right. it's going to diffuse a bit and so you lose some that way at the end of the day they end up equivalent as long as the tube is being used correctly mm. okay now you know one story that I just recently had was my my daughter. She's, uh, she's a very active little girl and she was outside on her skateboard and she comes back in and she's crying and she's holding her finger and her fingernail actually came off because her finger went, I guess, underneath the skateboard fingernail came off, obviously bleeding. Um, and we, we put her on Nanovi and, you know, we thought that, yeah, nail's going to fall off. Nail's not going to reattach. But about in a week or so, um, nails reattached and it's actually growing back like normal right now. No discoloration or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that was uh, that was a fun little experiment after the fact, you know, after the, the, the wow. shock of the nail and all that kind of stuff. Um, how does how does it support that healing process? Um, the all of that healing is protein activity. Mm. So there's that side of it is just the, that it's doing its job. And and I have to say, in a, a younger child, they're just like they're really good at healing. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're they're sort of tuned up for that kind of repair. Um, but the other side of it is often um, with inflammation or the immune. Re- you want that. You want the acute immune response to keep it you know, bacteria away or keep it healthy and to, to accelerate repair. What you don't want is the chronic inflammation mm. 
and that autoimmune problem with, you know, too much inflammation over time. And so it would help with that, um, like bringing the troops in basically to fix the thing. That's that we've shown that that you you know you can improve that response. And so that's probably most of it. But really, the real secret is she's probably a, a healing machine. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> As we all wish we were. <laughs> and actually, I have to say that I have to give credit to the human body. It's yeah, yeah. It's doing all the amazing stuff. We're just helping a little bit under mm. the hood. But really, you know, what gets done is just phenomenal. What's um. What's on the horizon for for the company? You know, like um, any other things that they're going to improve upon on the machine or anything like that? Because I see that it's like it there's programmable stuff in there. Um, yes, there's some there's some things that ways it can be used. That's more mm-hmm. usability. Um, we have done an upgrade on it, and we will upgrade older devices. Um, but what we the latest technology has a more and has added a more powerful wavelength so mm. that we can we can make it even more powerful and so that was our last um sort of innovative upgrade and that was based on sci- you know the science the testing of it to show that it it really um amped it up um, and so our current process right now is a lot of it is compliance internationally. And so we're not uh, changing the device itself. We're now um, adhering to the rules regulations for different countries to expand that way. Yeah. Is there any like contraindications for patients who are on a lot of medications or anything like that? Yeah, there's not. It's not contraindications. Um, but they should monitor the use of medications because if your body starts to work better, you may not have the same need that you originally had prescribed. Mm, so, so their medications may be actually too strong in their dosage. Right. The, the, and that should be evaluated regularly anyway. Right. Um, yeah. But Which it's, most times it is not. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, it's something to watch for if they, you know, if they, if they, they could watch out for that if they have a lot of different medications. Uh, diabetics are wonderful because they can they measure it themselves mm. and they can see the difference and they can can adjust. So yeah, yeah. you know, uh, our history is a lot of chronic illnesses, and we've really uh, are not focusing as much on that now because of the complexity of the medical claims. Yeah, yeah. However, we know them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of experience if you you know off online sure yeah and um yeah, so that's one thing, and then there's one other thing that you may come across, which is interesting. It's related to that acute uh, immune response, that inflammation related to the healing process, and you may come across athletes, especially people like mixed martial arts or people that have been banged up mm-hmm. um they may have old injuries that start to get cranky again they start to ache a little bit and then they resolve and so the achiness is part of the inflammation that's needed to fix the thing but they do feel that discomfort before they get better 
And it's a great thing, but it's something that people, you, you could hear somebody say, oh, yeah, but when I started using it, my, you know, my elbow, my old tennis elbow, you know, from 20 years ago, is, it seemed like it got worse. And it's like, yeah, it did. It's, it's repairing itself. <laughs> so um, anybody can buy it? Yes. Yes, it's a class one, an FDA class one over-the-counter device. And okay. we really work to keep it in that category so it can be purchased. Because if it were, say it just had an indication for diabetes or something, yeah, it would yeah. be unavailable to, for all of us interested in everyday health, staying healthy. <laughs> That's awesome. And, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I'm on my, this is my second unit now. And, um, you know, we, I, I used to be in practice in California and then sold the practice and I, I, I left my, my first nano unit there. We moved back home to Hawaii. And when we got back home, one of the first things my wife kept bugging me about was getting a nano unit. So that was one of the, the big things on the list too. So once I started back up in practice here, she kept bugging me. She's like, we got to get back. Our, our nano v so when we finally got it back fired it up and you know we're back in business uh, i love it i love yeah. it yeah yeah <laughs> i applaud your wife now one thing with you <laughs> in hawaii is the vog and that's um we've had mm. quite a few de devices yeah. to help people with that here we have the forest fires there you have yes the yes but that can be really really helpful to people over there oh interesting yeah Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, any any last words of advice to people about? I mean, anything. I mean, you want to talk about the nanofi or just health in general? Let's see. I say, try to get to the the root of things. Go as low as you can. Is my attitude as far back on the chain of issues and symptoms and so on, right down to the basics, and that includes this, you know, great nutrition great hydration, um, wherever you can take it down to that really base level. And I, I put Nanavi in that category. So in a self-serving way, I would add that. Uh, but you're helping at such a fundamental level with the mm. real building blocks. And then, you know, then the body can take over and, and do these amazing things. And so yeah, I, I, I found that that was one of the missing pieces for me um, with with patients because I you know I would get them on these regimented programs. They would be eating well. They would be doing all the things right that you know, we know we should be doing. But when we get when we got down to that fundamental level, if if those proteins weren't folded properly and they weren't working properly, it didn't matter if we were giving them world class supplements. We were giving them amazing food. Yeah, it just didn't it didn't resonate until yeah. you know, we started adding in the, the other you know, the other things, you know, like Nanovi. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it gets them over the hump so that yes. those things can all work in orchestration. And, um, and that's so critical to sometimes it just needs a little boost. Yeah, exactly, exactly. A big mahalo out to Rowena and the rest of the team at Nanovi. 
you know, if you guys want to learn more about NanoV and some of the things that it can offer you, or maybe you wanted to pick one up, you guys can head over to tripleplayperformance.com forward slash NanoV. That's N-A-N-O-V-I. Okay, so tripleplayperformance.com forward slash nanovi to learn more about it i appreciate you guys listening all the way through this podcast and if you haven't yet subscribed make sure you subscribe as we really release content on a weekly basis to help overall improve your health now if you have not yet left a review for us we would appreciate a review on apple itunes so you can just head over to apple itunes on your podcast player and then you can leave us a a review whatever you feel because that helps us to get more exposure to help other people throughout the world know about all the things that we're talking about in this podcast and that's ultimately my mission is to help more people around the world learn about their health learn about some of the things that's not necessarily being taught or spoke about uh, on a on a mass basis and those are often the things that i find most most of my patients are missing and that when we start implementing those things boom their health gets back to where it needs to be so again this is dr mike from the triple play performance podcast saying be well and aloha if you've enjoyed this podcast leave us a five-star review connect with me on instagram at triple play doc stay tuned for more episodes tell your friends tell your family tell the entire world till the next episode be well and aloha